For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture of PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that game's media combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop cultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can get in the chat and you can become part of the show if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you're on the podcast service gives a five star rating and a written review if you are on youtube like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop cultures as well as our merchandise store popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Max, I'm trying something this week. Okay. Um, <clears throat> something that I've done, I've tried to do many times before, but I've never had success. You're going to have to, you're going to have to. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're really you, have to, you have to narrow it down. They really narrow it down. Yeah. I've decided I'm going to try do the beard thing. Okay. Yeah. So I've tried, I've tried to grow the beard out in the past, but my beard is garbage. Um, as you can see, it's, it's, it's a hot mess, but it has gotten better over the last couple of years. So, you know, now that I'm in my 30s, I'm finally hitting puberty, so I'm giving it a red hot go. But what I decided to do as well, because the, the thing that I, I always think I'd look like rat shit, but I did the tidy up, I did the neck tidy up this morning, so mm-hmm. it wasn't coming down in, into this space, which is the big hurdle for me, because I was like, oh, that's where it looks kind of scraggly. It feels weird. It does feel weird. I'm not, I'm not sure. So previously, I have tried to grow the beard, and my anxiety got the better of me. And I was like lying in bed. It was two in the morning. He goes, you look like a fucking idiot. You should go shave your beard. I'm like, I should go shave my beard. <laughs> and I did at two in the morning because my, my brain wigged out. But I think I'm in a better space and I think I can try it. I'll see how it goes. Oh, fair enough. Have you bearded? I can't. You can't beard? No, I get really bad psoriasis. <laughs> and then I just want to scratch my face off. So yeah. I just shave. Well, that's the problem that I'm having now is like, even though it's only like I shaved my beard see i only have to shave my beard like once a week I'm, I'm very lucky i could shave every couple of days but i'm super lazy too yeah i'm the same i shave like once a week yeah and, and i'm thinking yesterday. i'm like yeah maybe maybe i'll give maybe i'll give it a go maybe i'll give you a go. look because if anything i'm going to do the exact opposite of what everyone else did during the pandemic mm. during the pandemic you know when we're in lockdown when we're in quarantine everyone was growing quarantine beards i'm vaccinated now so i'm going to grow a vaccination beard i'm going to do the exact opposite of what everybody else did okay fair enough <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's, that's, that's the other thing that's happened this week. I've been vaccinated. My Ooh. arm fucking kills. Like, I didn't have any major side effects. Like, no clots, nothing yet. No headache? Oh, I had a fucking huge headache. But um, <laughs> That's like the main side effect is you'll get hurdle, like a killer migraine. The hurdle is I had a ripper headache the day before. So I was driving. Uh, so I got, my, I got the vaccination on the Thursday. And on the Wednesday, 
I was driving uh, to iron. The irony is, I was driving to my myotherapist, who's the guy that fixes all my back and shit. And as I was driving to him, I turned and I twinched my neck. I went, oh fuck me, that sucks. That's horrible. And then instant like shooting pain over the top of my head, in my eyes. I'm like, ah fuck. So I get to the myo. He does whatever he needs. He tries it because it just happened. There's not a lot he could do. He's like, do what you can. Heat pack it. Whatever, whatever. When you get home, I get home and the pain is intense i'm thinking i'm gonna fucking die so much so i go oh and then just like vomit like <laughs> the the pain is searing it feels like something's trying to collapse my brain in right it was yeah. brutal i couldn't move my neck i was complete frankenstein it was horrible um yeah so then i went and then i just kind of passed i vomited a handful of times and then just went to sleep um so the next day which was day for the uh my vaccination i was still feeling like rat shit so the real irony is the day after my vaccination where i should have had the most things i felt fucking fantastic because it wasn't wednesday <laughs> so i still had a headache but i'm like oh is this just a rollover headache from when my brain wanted to explode the other day who knows but today though the arm fucking hurts the spot hurts and my tricep hurts weirdly enough like this bit here Let me just, uh, i don't know what's going on with that but that fucking sucks so there you go. I can, I can now finally return to licking things. I'm all vaccinated. To my blah, 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 and I don't You've had one shot. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you can lick half the things. Yeah. Well, once again, if, if come, come packs, I'm good. <laughs> so it's me and like four other people at packs that are vaccinated. Mm, yeah. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been pretty chill. Um, my wife had the week off, so... I got to kind of chill this week, nice. which was nice. So they were away Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, they went on a family vacay without me, which was fun. Good best kind. Uh, lived that batch life. Played tons of games. <laughs> Did nothing else. But that was, that no, was good. Was it no pants for like three days? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's the rules of bachelor life. If you, you do, <laughs> you just fuck off pants. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's just been, it's been a week. Nice. Yeah, works works good finally. Yeah. Again. So that's nice. Final we mean finally the back and back. Oh, uh, there's just been it's just drama, you know, casual Always general dramas. general work drama as seems to have been passed now. Work dramas are the worst. So, I'm in a similar boat, but my work drama is certainly easing as well, yeah. which is nice. Um so it's good to be on the other side of the work dramas, which is cool. Uh Justin the chat goes, that's cool shit, Ryan. Thank you very much. Bought it from JJ's. As I was saying, the only, the only downside is it's my fucking polyester. So it's warm in here and there's like no breathability in polyester. It just holds that shit in. It's going to get gross. But other than that, it's pretty sweet. Um, anything else happened this week to think of? WrestleMania happened over the yes. weekend. That was pretty fucking mad. I heard it was garbage. I'd like... Se- <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Like, everything I heard about it was absolute hot garbage. It could have been better. And instead of it just being one load of hot garbage, they separated days. it over... <laughs> Two days of questionable material. <laughs> no, look, it wasn't too bad. And say, so, because last week is like, we didn't really talk about it because it was ha- I was in the middle of it when we recorded. But like last week was my essential WrestleMania week, so it was like six, seven days of straight wrestling. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, obviously culminating with WrestleMania on Sunday and the Monday, and it wasn't bad. Like there were some like that was a weird decision, but like it could have been so much worse. But it was fine. But we'll talk more of that about that in if you want to check that out go check out young and the wrestlers that's the other show that we do here uh where gemini in studio for the first time in like 18 months and we recorded the show again and it was awesome to talk to all wrestlemania what we do in this show though talk about playstation and games nice what have we been playing what have you been playing 
Um, I have been, I dove into Doom 3 VR this week. So thank you to... Yes, a big thank you to Johnny, the community manager for Bethesda Australia, who hit us up on Twitter, um, as we discussed not last week, week before, where he reached, he was reaching out for PlayStation content creators that were willing to check it out. And we got name dropped by a couple of people. So he he whipped us a message and uh, gave us a code. It's absolute champion. Now, because I said my brain has been on fire this week, I've not, I've actively avoided putting a headset <laughs> so i set everything up it took me a while because it turns out that only some usb ports on the playstation 5 will work with the dongle really yep turns out it's just not the front one which was the easiest for me to access at the time and it's like no your camera's not working i'm like oh, god damn it yeah i'm like did i get a faulty dongle is this what is this how it is yeah jumped on the youtubes and they're like no dickhead put, put it in the back, back. yeah <laughs> i'm like all right cool so it took me about 20 minutes to set up the vr get everything calibrated Turn the game on and it's like, I'm sorry, you can't verify your license. I'm like, oh no. What? <laughs> so I have to turn the PlayStation off, turn it back on. It's like, yeah, no, it's, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, because using the Pops account. And so then like, uh, my aim controller was was flat. Your aim controller. <laughs> all right, fun fact, by the way. I lent Max my aim controller and Farpoint. Yeah. Like and, 11 and then, years and ago. And then a bunch of other VR games. And they're now mine because they've lived in my house. For they've been there years. so long. <laughs> I can't even tell you what other ones are there. But he's, he's taken it back, I guess. And it's, it's now the show one, I guess. So that was an extra cable that I had to have attached to me because I had to have that plugged in. Yeah. Which was fine. It was fun. Uh, so I got to set up. I played the first three missions. So it's just the... It's just the... It's Doom 3 ported into VR. So mm-hmm. the same, same structure. Everything was cool. Um, graphically, it's not fantastic. What is it? An old PS three three sixty game. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to look like rash yeah, shit yeah. anyway, which makes it workable in VR. So obviously, they did put a little bit uh, when you're when you're standing close to humans in like their kind of um, not cutscene, but you know when they they're spitting their monologue at you. Yes. Their faces kind of look okay. They, you you don't want to. Okay. Cool. It's not like you you're like ooh you're, you're too close. <laughs> Take a step back. Um, so it gets you into it pretty quickly. <clears throat> Obviously, you do your first mission where you're just running through the area and they, they're like, go get all your equipment, do all that stuff. Takes about 20 minutes to actually start shooting stuff. Uh, some of the control choices, are, um, for me, were a bit strange. So in typical fashion, they start you off. The default is, because uh, I was using the aim controller, you do snap turns with the thumbstick under your, under your right thumb. Snap where you turns trigger. are not worse. Yeah, yeah, so obviously instantly took off snap turns, put on smooth, and the sensitivity is way too high. Like you, you, you no, right. you literally just spin around in circles. It's really, it's kind of jarring. Um, Glad and I did not. And there is no way to turn that down. What? There's no, there's no sensitivity in the VR set, set, settings. I couldn't unless it's, it's either snap unless or it's, vomit. Unless it's some buried somewhere else, and I didn't look hard enough. It's not in the VR setting, so it's it's snap, and you can change it from like. 15 degrees 25 degrees. you can mm. change the the severity of your of your snap turning the other thing is obviously you have free movement of your head but it doesn't pivot your body at all so if you turn to look upstairs to walk but you hold down forward to walk forward you're walking this way but looking that way yeah so that's that was a, another bit of a shame because a, a, a lot of the more recent vr titles do kind of you kind of follow where your head's looking to take away that jarring sensation of walking in one direction but looking the other way. Obviously, that does have its benefits of when you're running away and you're trying to shoot something. It's it's fine. It yep. works well. Uh, the aim controller was... I don't know if it was me setting it up weird, 
but it had obviously because you're uh, in game when you start. I'm holding a pistol with one hand, but I'm holding an aim controller with yep. two, and you've kind of to aim it straight. You have to hold it like this in front of your chest. That is the weird thing, yeah. And obviously, that's the weird thing. So, but that, that's I, I also the you, same for almost every other VR game. No, I agree. So, what I did, obviously, I just stood side on because you can still see the screen, and then I just angled myself. So I'm shooting yeah. normally, holding it to my side, but it was shooting straight. Uh, was fairly accurate, which was good. There wasn't nice. too much jitter like you see in some games, especially when you're using the move controllers. It wasn't having any problems mapping where I was, where I was go- looking, where I was going. Uh, the controls, they've changed the HUD, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you don't have your... It's on a wristwatch. So Beautiful. kind of just look up. How's the integration go? Yeah, it's not too bad. Mm. It's, it's weird because, obviously, when you're looking, uh, especially when you're when you're not holding weapons or anything like that, you've got two fists out. Mm. And your two fists are like this, but you're obviously holding the aim controller mm. like this. So it's a bit disjointed when you're trying to look at stuff like that. Um, the interaction on like touching the touchpads in game, you kind of point your gun at the screen and then a little cursor will appear and you can just click where you want to do. It's just a button press as opposed to like poking it, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I played for about four hours and then went, I need a break from VR. Yeah. So I think I played the first two, three missions. Some of the demons are really hard to shoot. If mm-hmm. they're fast, you've got to be flailing a little bit, but all in all, it's, pretty tight have you played the original doom 3 oh yeah many many years ago okay i haven't played it at all so i have no context on pc so how does it feel compared to that obviously the whole vr completely the vr obviously completely changes it um it feels fine like it wouldn't be a bad way to experience experience it but if you're new to vr and you're easily motion sick this will not help your cause at all because like I said, I, I couldn't find it. it. It might be in there, but there's no way to ch- change that sensitivity down. And the snap turning is a hot mess mm. for most VR games. So, yeah, But, I find, but it yeah. is personal preference. Like I know a lot of people do like playing that snap movement. Mm-hmm. But it's not for me. I find it very jarring, especially when you... It, it's such a quick turn and then you just stop all of a sudden. That makes me bomb harder, yeah. 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 Uh, so Doom Three is known very much like as a, such a tonal shift in the Doom franchise. So much so that's why Doom Twenty Sixteen exists. Uh, in the idea that it is more spooky, more scary, a lot of dark corridors and stuff like that. Is how does that translate into the VR space? Is it nice and spooks? Yeah, you have a flashlight attached to the end of your gun, so you can only see where you're aiming. Oh, that sounds horrifying. I love it. All right. Does that so work well? Yeah, it's not too bad, obviously. So you're, uh, for those who haven't used an aim controller, you've got two sets of triggers. So the front trigger is your torch. You can flash people on and off. And then you've got your actual shoot trigger. Mm-hmm. So it's not too bad. It, they've, it works really well. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Uh, well, so hopefully you probably spend a bit more time with it in the, in the coming future. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely play more of it. It was just after four hours, I was a hot, sweaty mess and I yeah. needed to take the headset off. Yeah, and no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, I've also been playing more <clears throat> Trials of Cold Steel on the Switch. So that was a big thank you to the guys over at Bandai. Bandai. Uh, so I'm at about the 20 hour mark now. I've been told I've still got a lot ahead of me. Um, like a hundo or something? <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those big sprawling JRPGs. Uh, I'm in a section that's rather exposition heavy, which is fine. The story's really compelling. It does it does push you through quite nicely. And obviously, it is wrapping up a story that's been told over 
upteenth games. Mm-hmm. So that it's to to be expected. The game's still rad. I'm playing it on the Switch. I'm playing it only in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Haven't docked it at all yet. I'm just Ooh. playing pure handheld mode. I'm loving it. It's nice. great. Very nice. Uh, speaking of Bandai, though, one thing that you and I have both been playing uh, is that I've not played a whole lot of games this week. But one thing that I've certainly been putting a lot of time into is when I when I have been able to get into this room is Outriders. So I'm at level 16 now. I'm in the fourth region. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not like about. I'm not even halfway. I don't think. No, you. You don't have that much left. Yeah. So the big difference is that I I'm doing all the side missions as I see them. I'm not like heading down the main path and i'm fucking loving it that game is so good mm. it's very very good and i as of right now except for like that 20 something minutes half an hour that you and i played together like i've played entirely solo mm. and i i do drift between the world tiers yeah but i'm at the world tier six now so i'm just trying to like level it up for funsies and like if a, if a boss gets too hard or i get a little bit too angry at a section i'm like i'll just pump it down to about two Got a four. All right, beautiful. Da-da-da-da. Clear it through. Move it back up to six. Keep pushing forward. Yeah. Um, saying that though, you put way more in than I have. So I rolled credits on it this week. I have. Uh, how, ele- how does the overall story go now that you've rolled credits? <clears throat> it's pretty good. Uh, so the story culminates. I, I, I don't want to spoil anything for those still playing, but basically, the story culminates into you playing the end game, and mm-hmm. it gives you a reason why the end game is there. Beautiful. So it's it's. It ultimately pays off. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I rolled credits. So, I've got a level 28 Trickster, a level 26 Technomancer, a level 26 Tanky Dude, and I'm just out of Pyro. So, I'm like level 11 with the Pyro. So, my first playthrough, I played Sorry, through... I've done 16 <laughs> levels of one character this week. <laughs> so my first playthrough i did the same as you i played at the highest possible world yeah. tier i think i'm unlocked to world tier 11 mm. uh, i did the same thing if i couldn't beat a boss uh after three to- after three attempts i'd drop it and then push it back up once i finished the boss my other characters that i finished the game on i'd never ever took it off world tier one. Oh, okay so this probably explains why because there is so much there is there. no point because there's no xp bonuses and like all your hardcore grinding for gear at the end game happens at the end game and you just want to get there as fast as possible so you just run through i'm just like the technomancer was probably the easiest because it has the highest um uh, weapon leech so you can just stand in the middle of like 30 dudes and as long as you're just shooting you just don't die it's ridiculous they're like they're like this this character is a support long range unit i'm like standing there with a submachine gun in the middle of everyone just not dying the game's rad game is fantastic game's really good um i'm still having issues every once in a while trying to log in me too it's bullshit it'll sit on sit in the sign-in screen for like a couple of minutes and then i'm like so what i'm what i'm finding is that if i shut down like if i reset the console then it goes oh yeah cool Mm. which is super weird like obviously my console stays in standby most of the time and then i'm like oh yeah i put it in if i get it to restart (laughs) and then i nine times out of ten i get in the first try so it's super weird. Like that weird whole connectivity thing's big, big concern. Um, I don't think that big update has dropped yet for yeah, it. Yeah, so it it was a, they called it a big update, but it was only like 800 meg. Is that but it? It's supposed to have um, fixed the issue of people losing their, both their characters and their gear. Oh. So uh, their latest tweet, 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 
Their latest tweet was this morning saying that they're going to monitor it over the weekend and then they're going to work on getting everyone's shit back for them next week. Oh, cool. So that there's obviously some sort of back-end data saying what you had so then you would get it all back. You might not get the same stats on the weapon because obviously they're all randomly yeah. rolled, but they're going to attempt to give you back the weapon and some people have lost entire characters. Oof. So they're trying to get those back That's for them rough. as well. That's very rough. Yeah. Very rough. Especially in a game designed about Grind grinding and gear and gear and yeah. loots and all those things well, that's that's a big old bummer for that but mm. yeah i'm really enjoying it I'll, I'll hopefully be able to put some more time into it so i've got some more wrestling to watch tonight so probably put that on and play outriders uh which is which is mad uh additionally one thing that i have been playing that you have not i presume it will be the show no, I haven't yet. It's so, downloaded, ready to go. Yeah, so big thank you to PlayStation Australia. They provided us the review code. So we got it a uh, day before the Ultimate Edition went live. Um, so not a whole lot of time with it. Uh, however, in that time, I've been able to do exactly what I do in every episode of MLB, every episode, every version of MLB, the show I do. And I, and I spend an unnecessarily amount of time uh, making my face. I make me. In the game. So the hurdle that I had this year, Max, I still don't really, I'm not really sure where my face is at right now. (laughs) Cause I have an understanding of what my face is. And it was easy. It was round with glasses, big lips and hair. I could, I could make anything look like me. It's a caricature level. Like you find Mm. the bits that stand out the most. My face isn't so round anymore. Yes. Made it very hard. Cause I was like, is that too much? And like, and then yeah, it was because I was I was making the character while watching uh, AEW with friends of the show Dash and Craig from the Mullet Show, and I'm like, well, what does this look like me? Like, dude, your jaw is way like sort of taps off in the back. Like, your jaw is way more defined now. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, cool. And then rebuild the drawer, and um, yeah. And the only the only downside I've got so far is it doesn't allow me to have glasses, and because like obviously a big part of what my face is is my glasses. And we had to, you know, eventually I put a, I put a picture, Dash goes, give me a look. And then he photoshops a picture of my glasses on. And I was like, you champion. And then it now that, that helped me go. Yep. That's exactly my face. Fantastic. I loved it. I was very, very happy. So I got to do what I do every time, which is live out the fantasy of playing for the Detroit Tigers, because that's the team that I, that I, I got into X amount of years ago. So for those who don't know, I do have a bit of a history uh, with baseball. So back, oh shit, it'd be like 11-ish years ago now. So when I used to work in McDonald's on overnights, uh, I used to work in drive, in the drive-thru. And some nights it's dead. But there was always, the, the, the drive-thru booth was always off, um, the, uh, the drive-thru booth was off the staff room. So I had the TV on. And I just flicking, nothing's on. But Channel One at the time, which was like the original idea was sports. They had baseball. They used to run like three baseball games over a night. I was like, shit, yeah. So I just played baseball. And then I started really getting into it and really, really enjoying it. And then I, I felt connected to this one team, so it was, which was the Detroit Tigers. Reason being, I saw a player called Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder's like this six foot eight, big, burly ass black dude with mad dreads. He comes and just goes, and rockets the ball in any direction every time I see him. I'm like, holy shit. I like this guy. What team is that? That's my team now. Decision made. Decision made. Little did I realize at the time, like when Prince Fielder was a part of the Detroit Tigers, also had uh, Justin Verlander, who's one of the best pitchers ever, and Miguel Cabrera, who was also one of the best, the best hitters ever. 
So I was having to really pick really, really well. Um, but yeah, and then as, as my work life changed and I wasn't up at two in the morning anymore, I slowly stepped away, um, from, from baseball. I used to watch it here and there, but it's, it's tough because by the time the, re- the results would come out in the morning, so by the time I pulled up the game, I already know the answer, I'm like, which is, which is a bummer. Cause I did quite enjoy just sitting there, sip, you know, sipping whatever and, and watching it when I could. Um, so yeah, so I've kind of not has been as directly involved in the baseball. However, one thing I do love to do is play MLB the show because I'll put, I'll have my phone, I'll listen to pods and I'll just play the game and I'll just like do road to the show, which is essentially their, their career, career mode yep. and just create my character and just make his way through. And so not, and most of the time I'll end up going down the path of, of Detroit Tigers. I'll play the Erie Seawolves and, the, and then the Toledo Mudheads. And then, so that's in the, in the, the AAA and the AA. Uh, and then over to the, uh, to the Majors, um, where I'll play for Detroit. And that's where the plan I go. Sometimes I just put on random to see where it takes me. But uh, there is a bunch of different changes for the road to the show here. So normally, as the game, you know, as it does every year, you create, you create your character and you play, you do, do, and then you'll go and you work your way up the minors into the majors. They've done some things a little bit different here, which is kind of cool. So previously, when you create your character, you pick your preferred position mm-hmm. and you pick whether you want to be a, a pitcher or a hitter and then sort of go from there, right? They've done something a little bit different here. So in the road to the show, they've gone, all right, well, you... Uh, a pitcher and a hitter. And then the entire story, at least the first bit of it, is all about they've discovered this new rookie who can do both. Okay. Which is really cool. And so what they've done is previously, like they didn't really had cutscenes in the game from memory. But this year they have. So they have uh, people from 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 the ML from the MLB, whether it be like you know, some of the, I think there's a Road to the Show podcast, and I think there's some some other network analysis analysis analysts uh and they sort of have like zoom call you know it's like a, it's the screen it says their name and their picture and they're like let's talk about this new rookie da, 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 and this kind of runs off those beats now oh, i think it's probably very generic yeah but like it's 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 enough to pull it forward it's enough to give more because one of the problems that they have when it comes to games like this is when it can seem really scripted in terms of how they're analyzing your character or how it's delivered because they have to provide so many loose or so generic responses yeah, that's really rough. So here it's generic, but like they're talking the same way that you and I are talking right now. Like it feels really organic and it feels really like, uh, I'd say like unpolished in a good way. Like clearly they're standing there and they're probably reading from a script or have been given dot points and they're just kind of bullshitting the way they would if they were analyzing yeah. any other player and it does f- change the energy of the of the campaign for me um but of course i have no interest in being a pitcher but the game forces you to do both which is i guess for some is a bad time but not the best thing right because one of the big things that they've changed here is the pitching system so that what they're doing is going look bring the we'll bring the hitting in the way you know what you're doing you can try out the new pitching and then the second you've done your first first game or first series as a hitter you do you'll do a uh, just a match just one match as a pitcher and then you get met in the locker room and and by your coach and they go hey what do you want to do and it goes i want to do both or i just want to work in the, as a hitter or i just want to work as a pitcher so it gives you the option then it goes oh you just want to be a right. hitter what position do you want to work in and like oh, i like being shortstop etc 
the shortstop is the guy that stands between second and third base because the idea is he, he's right in the right in the key moment to you know give everyone a good go so for, for me i find it's a bit more fun to play in a game setting because any of the outfield it's all about you just catching fly balls and there's and the game kind of depending on how on how you want to play it if you just make it play, uh, you know play your appearances so it only picks times in the nine innings where your character is most relevant yeah which if you're in the outfield it's probably because there's a fly ball uh so if you're in the shortstop you have a higher chance of doing more things and being being a baseman is pretty mad as well but uh, the shortstop i can do a bit more so if 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 second base needs to run off a little bit i can run into there and then still help get everything i need yeah yeah so my favorite it's probably my favorite position playing in the game um yeah, so that that looks pretty good now because like right now I'm playing in the in the minor leagues, so the there's not a, a, as much care and detail put into these stadiums. Now they yeah. still look very good. The players look fine, but like and, and you know because we are playing on the I'm playing on the PS5 version, uh, and it looks sharp. It looks great. I've had no major hiccups. It runs nice and smooth. But you can you can see, you can see okay, this is the part that they've not put as much care into. So I jumped into an exhibition match, which is just a you know one-off match, and I picked two teams. I think I'm pretty sure I picked Detroit Tigers and Chicago Red Sox. Um, and I was like, "Cool, let's give it a go. Let's have a look at it." And then I walked at it and it looked fucking fantastic. So have you had? Because they added a they added a stadium editor this summer, around, didn't they? Have yes, you had a, I have not fucked with the stadium editor dived, yet. Dived in yet. But if I do, I will make Popsy Stadium. It'll be amazing. Um, but you know, I've not not dicked about in the stadium creator. It looks to be pretty creative which is nice mm-hmm. you can sort of do what you want with it but i think it was on a carve out some time and prop and and fuck with it yeah fair enough um but yeah so like i was using co america park which is the detroit tigers uh home field and yeah it looks stunning like the hdr is coming through like fa- it's coming through fantastic so you know we're getting realistic glare and even the sh- and how it how the the sun comes or the shadow that comes across from the from the stands into yeah. the, into the diamond you know and then the field like it's 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 the way it cuts through and there's such a a tone uh, a visual tonal difference between like an evening match and a day match and a morning match or, you know it, it's it's these minor little details that are really adding to what it is and like the game does feel new it does feel next genny enough you know what yeah. I mean? which is great so does it have being a playstation made game yes does it have dual sense support uh it does but not in major ways like it doesn't there's nothing that's standing out to me okay um apart from a couple of things so like when you're pitching uh, sorry when you're when you're fielding so i've got the ball and i whip it and like because you when you don't just press triangle and it goes there like it gives you a little target at first base or second base and you got to push the right stick into it and then yeet it yeah um with the with the right trigger so the right trigger does have an actual tension on it oh cool which is cool so you, you so you literally feel that push and then that release as, as you as you peg it the 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 tension in the trigger drops drops yeah you go, and then it hits the bottom you go, oh dope fantastic so that that feels pretty cool in terms of, of the throw the the rumble's nice when the hits the bat you can kind of feel it reverberate through the controller um you know i didn't I, from memory there's not like a running sort of sensation but the sliding gives a nice rumble feel um so whether it's just general rumble support yeah, but yeah. at least there's some adaptive trigger work in there which which is which is nice because when you are swinging you are primarily using the face buttons you're not going to get that same uh, yeah, haptic feedback yeah. that you would when you're pitching which is um 
Oh, sorry, cool. pitching or throwing. Um, but yeah, there's obviously there's a lot of potential in here. There is obviously the Diamond Dynasty mode, which is their trading card game sort of side hustle, like their ultimate team. Yeah. Uh, and side hustle. Yeah, and there's like Home Run Derby, and there's a bunch of side things you can do. So there's a lot in the game. Uh, I think there is like a GM sort of mode as well, which is cool. Uh, I don't tend to dive into them too often, but I will give them a squiz, most out of pure cu- curiosity. Uh, and apparently the trophy, the plat is really easy yeah, to apparently get. it's a super easy plat. Um, so I, I, I've never, never tried to trophy hunt for MLB because it's all like really specific scenarios. I'm like, how the fuck do I replicate that? Because if it's a trophy, you know, you're like, all right, well, I need to get this exact circumstance so I can try get it. And you can't replicate it frequently enough to, yeah. to do it. I was like, oh, it's killing me. So it's almost like by chance you have to get them. Um, but you know, if, if you play it over like a, a good hunk of time, you're probably going to get it. Like if it's, if, if it's, you know, get, I, I'm, I'm speculating here, but it's like, you know, get your batting average to point something, something, you know, um, or, you know, strike X amount, X amount of people out yeah. or X amount of home runs. Yeah. So if it's things like that, that should be relatively straightforward. Cause I know I got one for just starting the road to the show. Mm-hmm. And then I know I got one for just going to the Derby and, I think there's a couple of very easy just giveaways. I think there's one if you open a pack in Diamond Dynasty or something as well, which is cool. Yeah, I I recently popped a bunch of easy trophies with the uh, the launch of place uh, the uh, Final Fantasy Online coming to PS5 now. Yep. I opened it, it's like trophies. Oh, because it just, you remembered from PS4. Because it remembered from PS4. That's just, how I got that sneaky plat from uh, Spider-Man Remastered. That's how I got that cheeky plat from Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, MLB the show is available now. Uh, actually, well, the Ultimate Edition is available now. It is out on the twentieth for anyone that wants to pick up the regular standard edition. Uh, for the first time ever, it is available on PlayStation and Xbox, and it is even available free on xbox game pass want to hear our thoughts on that check out last week's episode i don't think there was anything else i played this week i think i, I wanted to play some di- no i didn't play any disco i wanted to but i didn't i know with that game i need to hunk out some time i played some gta but gta is gta yes yeah, nothing's really changed yeah. and before we jump into the news let's get into the section we call our get less fat update for those that don't know in 2020 i lost over 30 kilos using a product called the Manshake. Bam. The Man Shake is a meal replacement shake uh, that, you know, it, with in conjunction with a lifestyle change, you will ideally lose weight. Um, so I said, I used that last week. I'm an ambassador for the product. And as, as a result, we are both, Max now included, on the 2021, uh, 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 do, using it to continue. I'm going to start this whole again. We're, gonna, we're using it to, to lose some more weight and make some lifestyle changes over this year. Uh, Max, where are you at right now? I'm at 9.8 kilos lost oh, total. So I'm shit. So, I think I lost like 200 grams this week. I was pretty I would have just weight. shat a little extra to get across <laughs> that line. <laughs> I can still... T- I, so, spoilers for those playing at home. I chugged mine right before I came you in. Did. So all I can taste is caramel. Yeah. Every time I burp, this is caramel. Yeah. So sweet. It's very, it's very <laughs> it's nice. It's so sweet. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's fine. It's still, a loss is a loss. I'm, I'm like this close. It, it's, I'm, I've been like this close the last couple of weeks. It's been frustrating. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, well, I, I, I'm, in the, I'm in a similar boat. My weight is, as I've, as I've discussed, because my, my journey is taking a little bit different path to you right mm. now. So I'm, I'm not quite in the maintenance phase because I I'm certainly haven't hit my goal weight, but my plans have changed. I'm now focusing more on on gym and tone, yeah, and yeah. toning myself up a little bit, and sort of doing some weights rather than just cardio based stuff. 
Um, and as a result, with this week being the the gigantic headache on Wednesday, plus my vaccine, uh, it's now Saturday, a time of recording, and I haven't gone since Tuesday. Um, and like, I want to go, and it's like killing me. It's, it's it's weird how my brain's like, you should go to the gym. I'm like, I want to go to the gym. It's like, but you know, you just had a vaccine. My arm hurts, but I can't lift anything. I probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't do it. Just go do legs. I was thinking about just gonna just you know just go and run the walk on the treadmill for about an hour or whatever you know and just sort of put something on on the phone. And, you know, I'm like 17 episodes behind in Falcon and the Winter Winter Soldier. Probably could just do that. Um, but yeah, I feel like just doing something because like my my weight's still steady. It did bang up a little bit because like when uh on do you, the, have a, do you have a wrestlemania face to jump i did have a mad mess wrestlemania face we do we, we had a big wrestlemania breakfast on sunday i ate way too much it was fantastic um and then obviously as i was as i was feeling shittier throughout the week um because of the the giant the giantiferous headache and the vaccine and the, having like trying to avoid any potential headaches mm. and or um sort of those rollover effects my concern was around because when you're in a calorie deficit, which is what the shakes are designed to do, is designed so you have you're consuming less than you than your body needs, is your brain can sometimes crack the shits at you because of it, and you'll get a massive headache because you're not getting the right amount of sugars or you're not getting the right amount of carbs, protein, whatever the fuck, right? So I'm like, I'm really not gonna like try starve myself over the next couple of days. Like I normally not starve myself, but I try to, you know, monitor my calorie yeah. intake over the next couple of days because. If I'm already feeling like garbage, I don't want to feel worse. Mm. So I kind of blurred the lines a little bit in order just to help get, you know, keep myself fucking insane, fucking sane over those couple of days when it was sucking really, really hard. But, um, you know, ideally everything will go back and, and next week I can start gyming again and, you know, depending on how long my arm wants to hurt. But uh, I'm very keen to get back. But if you want to uh, support us on our weight loss journeys or maybe even start your own, there is a link in the description below. It is bit.ly, bit.ly slash FTP Manshake. You don't have to buy anything. Just by clicking the link, you are supporting Max, myself, and maybe even changing your life. All right, that's enough about that. Let's get into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, because I fucked up Max's news and I threw out his to-and-fro order that he works so painstakingly over, I have to start the news today. PS5 gets some updates today, Max. This week, we saw the, fir- the first PS5 firmware update since its launch in uh, October. Uh, the biggest feature to come with this update, ow, my shoulder, is the ability, nope, that, was, that didn't come with the update though. The biggest feature to come with this update is the ability to now store your PS5 games on an external HDD. You still can't launch the PS5 title from the external drive, however, you also can't download them straight to said drive. However, having this now be an option will help alleviate our storage woes until the M.2 drive is unlocked. The other features added are mainly uh, quality of life changes, the ability to see hidden trophies and access the trophy list easier. Uh, you can now hide games from your library list, so any demos or anything you need to fuck off, you can. Uh, you can disable HDR if not supported and automatically play at 120Hz when it's available. Uh, accompanying the PS5 updates, the DualSense also received an update. And uh, unfortunately, there are no patch notes on the DualSense, however, but the general consensus on the internet is the DualSense now has more and now more closely emulates the rumble of the of the DualShock 4 when playing PS4 games on your PS5. There's a couple other things that were added to this as well. Uh, that issue when you delete a game and just fucking hangs around on your bar, that's gone. Thank Christ. 
Uh, they've now separated the friends list and the party list by an L1, R1 toggle. Yeah, you can now go in, you can now manage your downloads easily from the fucking hotbar or whatever it's called. Yeah. But yeah, it is It is primarily a lot of quality of life updates, of life but changes. they're really good. And I, I'm i really liking the fact that I can now store my PS5 games on a hard drive. Well, because you, you weren't, you're not using an external. I wasn't using an external drive at all. I was just deleting, re-downloading whenever I needed to. Because yeah. obviously I, I'm, I have the luxury of, I have a 400 megabit connection at home. It doesn't take me too long to re-download stuff. Yeah. So I just do that. But now that I have the option, you best believe in like the, for like the past three weeks, we haven't been playing COD because we're, we're kind of over it. We're waiting for the new map. There's 150 gig that I can move to a hard drive and not have to re-download when I'm yeah. on a, you know, it's a not a small chunk of the drive space. Yeah, so I've got a two terabyte plugged into the back of my PS5 for the PS4 games, obviously, because at the time the PS5s could go there. But yeah, having moved some across while I need to, if I need to install something, or because for some fucking reason, like even though I have, haven't removed Cyberpunk yet, because I'm too lazy to really download 100 gig when it comes out, uh, when the PS5 version comes out, uh, is uh, it doesn't want to update. So it downloads the update and then it goes, hmm can't install it well apparently that's one of the other things that fixed they'll Good. they'll update now because I, I had to pull it back to the ps5 install it and then move it back complete annoyance but hopefully if that's fixed then that's a big big win um is there anything that you'd want to see in a future update now that we know that they are actively coming out not really. I mean, it's nice to see that when when the PS5 gets an update, it looks like the DualSense is probably going to get one too. Well, you compared to the, PS, the DualShock Four, which never got like its own had its own firmware, the PS the, the DualSense does. That's pretty cool. It means that at least there's a bit of work they can do in there to make, yeah. make it optimized in some way. It'll be interesting to see if uh, games themselves take advantage of it. Uh, if they go, but hey, we're not happy with how we we released the title with DualShock support or DualSense support. Yeah. Here's a list of the changes we've made. I wonder if it, if that's a backend change on the game software itself, or if they can, or if it's going to be a, a firmware update for the controller. Maybe we, maybe it can be a little bit of both as well. Maybe mm. how it communicates to the console is a little bit different. So yeah, that's that's a cool little feature if you can go in there and, and fuck with it mm. a bit later, which would be nice. Because I know, like taking the Switch for example, when you put some games in, it's like, hey man, you need to update your Joy-Con, and yeah. then it'll it'll flick an update. Possible. So I wonder if it'll do the same thing here. With the well, because I, I oddly remember back in the day on uh, on the PS3, because when they presumed that not everyone had internet connected to it, if you put the disc in, the disc would have the uh, the yeah. the software update on it. That's made me laugh. I think Call of Duty had the most because I knew that was going to get out to the most hands. <sighs> Speaking of getting in the most hands. PlayStation's hiring run. Mm-hmm. So Sony appears like it's in the early stages of establishing a new department within its PlayStation within its PlayStation Studios infrastructure, with a focus on converting its key franchises to smartphones. A job listing for a head of mobile role situated at the company's headquarters in San Mateo states the candidates will quote own and develop the uh, own and develop the mobile game strategy for PlayStation Studios and help build a foundation for future growth opportunities. It continues with, quote, you will lead all aspects of the expansion of our game development from consoles and PCs to mobile and live services with a focus on successfully adapting PlayStation's most popular franchises for mobile. They add potential recruits will, quote, be responsible for building and scaling a team of mobile leaders and will serve as the head of this new business until uh, unit, sorry, within PlayStation Studios within a three to five year time frame. What do you reckon? How do you feel about Sony... 
Sony license is going to. Uh, That's the first mobile. time they've done. Like there, there was a, an Uncharted game that came to the the mobiles a little while ago. I remember what it was called, like Golden Run or something. Mm. Um, I didn't really play it, not to really enjoy it. From what I looked at, it, I was like, oh, I don't enjoy that. I can have a feeling I'm not going to like you, so I didn't play it. Um, but, but with phones getting more and more powerful, that is very true. Phones are incredibly powerful now. Uh, I do think this is a from it's this weird line like from a business perspective it is a smart option it's get your properties into the hands of every of people that you can it's it's kind of what microsoft are planning to do however i do I, I do wonder what's going to come across obviously ps5 games ain't gonna run fortune hunter thank you dash for the the um uncharted game um uh, yeah, so like I know that they're not going to bring PS5 games over, maybe PS3, maybe PS4, but even then, like how intense, or is it complete brand new, separate, different versions of games that are now coming to mobile? Like, are, are they going to essentially make Uncharted Golden Abyss, but for phones? Like, it's, you know, it's, like, where the, it's where all the Vita, it's where all the Vita games are going and the PS3 games. They're closing the store and they're going to put them all on mobile. <laughs> that's, that's a reasonably cool idea, but... That's pretty cool idea. Actually, I can't argue that. That's actually a great, great way to use that. Those games. Um, <laughs> if you can get like Persona Four on people's phone, people are gonna shit themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it is it is that weird line. It, it, to me, it does feel like one of those businessy decisions, which is from the conversation we had last week around PlayStation's more business minded decisions rather than its creative uh, framework. They were looking at with the idea of you know walk no risk adverse right yeah mobile games tend to be pretty well received people like as in people are willing to do it well i more. mean however and especially they can also see a lot of money in it depending on what they do yeah i mean these days almost everyone has a smartphone mm. and not everyone has a console yeah so if they can get people on the smartphone market to be like hey i'm kind of in- these characters are kind of cool where else can i check them out hey come buy one of these the concerns that I have, this is the same concern that's always been around for mobile gaming. I don't have an issue with mobile gaming per se. If you want to do it, fucking go ahead, man. Play the games however you want to play the games. However, the issue with phone games is its lowest common denominator. Yeah, of course. Like no, like if a game is worth 15 bucks on phones, no one's buying it. Like it's actually a full-blown legit game. I'm sorry, no one's paying that money. Hmm. They either want it for free or they'll pay 99 cents. And I truly believe that PlayStation's IP are certainly worth more than 99 yeah, cents. Yeah, I, I nearly broke down the other week and paid $30 for Final Fantasy on my phone. And I'm like, mm, nah. See? But you, but you paid 30 bucks to play on your console, would you not? Yeah. I mean, I have. Yeah, see, like, and I think that's a big part of it. And like, and of course, that because of that lowest common denominator, the f- phone game market is disgusting. It's just, it, oh, it yeah. is microtransactions, and that's primarily all it is. And if that's what they want, then okay. But I don't th- for people that want to. It's that weird line as well. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what PlayStation gamers think because presumably we've already bought the game. Yeah. They're not selling it to us again. No, they're not. They're, they, want us, they want us to resell Last of Us to us instead. <laughs> I was going to say, they're selling other stuff to us. You know what I mean? Like, the, this is them trying to break that market, right? Yeah. They, they want to, to to break out of the, the hardcore, quote, the you know the gamer market and try to bring some casuals in, some casuals. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you think? You're the same. I think they're just wanting to get it. If it does pan out to anything, obviously, they're just wanting to get 
their properties out there into the eyes and hands of more people. Mm. And presumably, the more people that see it, the more likely sales will rise from them eventually. If, like I said earlier, they're like, hey, these characters are cool. I want to see more of them. Where can I find more of them? Well, they're over here behind this hardware. Yeah, then I don't think the return on investment is strong Oh, enough. no. Yeah. Like, if they want to be as risk-adverse as, they say, as, they, as they're claiming to be, this is the wrong path. Well, like, there's money. But it's, it, to me, this reads like there's money in phone games. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you know the money is in market transactions? It's money. Well, we're, we're just going to get an Uncharted Match 3 Bejeweled game. Ooh. <laughs> um, additionally, recently, PSVR Focus Studio Lo- Sony London is also hiring. Roles include the likes of artists, graphics programmers, and animators, but there are also a couple of references to multiplayer. Quote, we are really excited to open this hire for an experienced online gameplay designer because it's a role of crucial importance to the new PlayStation 5 project we are working on here at London Studio. The listing reads, The post also explains that, quote, As a first-party studio, we set out to produce games which show the exciting potential of the latest PlayStation hardware. So it's important you are up for experimenting and working in Uncharted design territory. Are they making the new Uncharted game? Is that what they're, is that what they're throwing out there? They work on the remake. No, no, we're gonna, yeah. Remake of the remake. But there is no mention of PlayStation VR in any of their job listings. So initially, this is good news. I think the fact that Sony and London got sort of pushed into the... Uh, uh, into the VR spaces was that was a risk. However, I did like that there was at least one studio working primarily on VR. They had Guerrilla Cambridge as well, but that got shunned after Rigs, which is a real shame because they kind of got sent out to die. But like Sony London, probably best known for uh, yeah. uh, Blood and Truth is a big one. The Getaway back on PS2, like they're probably the most notable franchises, right? Um, mm, I'm very happy that they're doing something PSVR. Uh, sorry, PS5. Right? PSVR, yeah. That is good news. That means they're doing something different. And I think this could potentially do a nice little contrary to what, you know, Shry's report was. If they're allowed to do something new, presumably, then that's cool. But nothing doesn't stipulate well, that's anything. A, well, that's doesn't the thing. Like, new IP here. Well, that, well, the other thing is... They've been, it depends on how long they've been working on this. this if, like if they're if grabbing Sony, these people, if, they're if Sony, about, it's, Yeah, like, true, I guess. They're just about to start active development. Like, yeah. they've done... You'd presume they've done pre at this point. Yeah. Because if, if Sony's only just recently made the decision of, like, we're, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing it, if they've already got something in their backlog ready to go, they might have been, you know... In, in, in a safety bubble from that decision. Yeah, but what, those decisions that Jason Schreier reported on happened in yeah. 2019, 2020. True. So it's not as if they're recent decisions. And like yeah. if they're... Because when did Blood and Truth release? Oh, a couple fuck, of years 2019. Ago. Yeah. In 2019? Yeah. It was really cool. I like the game a lot, actually. Mm. Probably one of the ones I'd like to try again on, on the PS5 because apparently it's, it's up res and it's sharper and that game is fantastic. I think it's pretty relatively easy play. It's got to run it a couple of times. And I did most of it from memory. <sighs> is the game that I'm most most excited for, Max. We are like two, maybe three weeks away. Is this the this is the first game that's going to be on your draft list? That's going to come. Oh out my god! Top? This is the first game on my draft list that is looking to release, and that's Resident <laughs> Evil Eight. So this uh, Friday morning, Resident Evil uh, showcase. Uh, so Capcom threw another one out there. In we heard about this like a week and a bit ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So they did announce that there were. Uh, 
essentially two more demos uh, coming for Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, one being the sorry, one being the Village demo and one being the Castle demo. However, for some fucking reason, they are uh, time allocated. Not so they are allocated in the same way that you get. You can only play them for half an hour, uh, each of them. Uh, half an hour for one, half an hour for the other. But they are only going to be available in the store and accessible for certain windows of time. The problem is, we here in Australia, we've been connected to the UK times, the Europe time zone. So for us, it's dumb fucking times. So, as, as, as Max wrote, for those of us here in Australia, we can play the Village demo this coming Monday, the 19th. However, the demo is only available for an eight-hour window from, th- from 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm at work from 9 a.m. and I'm sleeping in the rest. Max, you're working in that window. Yeah, I work until 7 a.m. and then I sleep for the rest of that window. <laughs> yep. And the, as the demo, so the second demo, the castle demo, which will, which will run the following Monday, the 26th, with the same eight-hour window lasting for 30 minutes again, but with both demos, will make a return on, on May the 2nd for a 24-hour period with one hour of gameplay total. So for context, the two... Sorry to cut you yeah, off. That's right. No, the, no. the two demos that are coming out this Monday and next Monday are PlayStation exclusives. Yeah. Uh, on the 2nd of May, they are available for all platforms. Yep. And that's why it's available for the 24-hour window. And the one hour of gameplay is the total because you'll get half an hour from one, half an hour from the yep. other. Context. <laughs> so fucking dumb, though. Yeah. Uh, so a new story-related... Tra- so additionally, a new trailer-related story was shown off. Not too much shown here. No. Kind of the same, a lot of the same footage. But just more things to entice you. And enticed I was... They, additionally, they did announce that Resident Evil Mercenaries will be making its return in Village. Uh, Mercenaries is an arcade time trial horde mode with the idea is to let players compete in high score challenges by getting kills and time extension bonuses. Uh, and it will include new features like power-ups, upgrades, and weapon shops between rounds. So the idea is get to A to B, get as fast as you can while killing as many dudes as you can. So I think this was last in Resident Evil 6. Yes, I'm so it definitely uh, wasn't in seven. Yeah, so it was not. So Capcom premiered the first trailer for the upcoming Netflix animated movie Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Uh, Infinite Darkness does reunite Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield as they uh, fend off against the zombie outbreak, this time in the White House. Fun fact, it's the same president from Resident Evil 4. So uh, Ashley's father. Yeah. Speaking of Resident Evil 4, it is going to be first person. You thought you were getting a remake, weren't you? Joke's on you! Uh, it's uh, coming to uh, <laughs> Oculus Quest 2. I'm really, I'm really upset you did not read my opening sentence there. Well, as I say, Resident Evil 4 is going first person and heading back, to, heading to a face near you. Fuck you. You don't want to skip it. <laughs> uh, more details are to come, however, on April the 21st at the Oculus Game Showcase. And a short teaser was shown uh, with things like Leon holding weapons, interacting with virtual, virtually attached... The, oh, a virtual attached case and using a virtual hand crank for some puzzles. Uh, and lastly, Mr. X is now joining Dead by Daylight in their latest collaboration. Behavior Interact- Interactive will reveal the Resident Evil chapter on May 25th during the Death by Daylight's fifth anniversary stream. The collab chapter will be released in June. Um, so they just constantly spent the time, they spent the whole thing reminding you that there's 25 years of Resident Evil. So if you forgot, you'll remember in 30 seconds. So much so they had like what they referred to as powerhouses of the gaming industry, like comment and say, congratulations on 25 years. You want to know who they fucking pick? Mark Cerny, PlayStation. Shuhei Yoshida, PlayStation. Uh, uh, a woman from Naughty Dog, PlayStation. 
Um, the woman that won the thing from Media Molecule, also PlayStation. And who's the other person? Someone else who's also from PlayStation. So, like, it's not, everyone that gave them, like, yeah, well done, congrats, all PlayStation people. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, in that, though, post-showcase, they did also announce the different uh, resolutions and frame rates that will be available to Village over the, the untainted level of um, games that there are. So let's go from presumably best-ish to worst-ish. So the PS5 will have two options. It'll have a 4K 60 frames per second, and then it'll have a uh, maximum, sorry, and then it'll have a PS5 ray tracing mode, so essentially a... a, a, a quality mode which will be 4k at 45 frames per second the series x is the exact same with 4k at 60 frames and a ray tracing at 4k 45 the ps4 pro also has two options one at 1080p 60 fps and uh presumably up res to 4k 30 frames per second mode the space ps4 however 900p at 45 frames per second the Xbox. I think I think the ty- there's a typo in the next one because there's no way the Xbox Series S is running it at 144p. No, so yeah, <laughs> so the Xbox, uh, the Xbox S, not the Series S. What's the other one called? One S. The one the S. Xbox One S is not even on that list. The Series S is on the list. I think it's it's, it's the X. It's kind of I think it's the yeah. same sort of grunt. That can't be right. Yeah, that must be a typo. I'm gonna say that's. I'm gonna say this because okay. So it says the Xbox Series S 144p. That can't be right. That is so so subpar. I'm gonna say that's 1440p at 45, and Xbox Series S ray tracing 1440 at 30. That would make sense to me. And the Xbox One X at 1080p 60. Xbox One X uh, high oh. res 4K 30, and yes 1440p. Yeah. Thank you. And um, the Xbox One 900p 30 frames. Yeah. So you can tell this game was designed with next yeah, exactly. current yeah. gen in mind, and they kind of big just, time, very big time. Yeah. They kind of just rolled it down for the yeah. So in that case, it is the Series S with fourteen forty p. Yeah, because that, that's a bizarre. Fuck, All right, so there's a lot of Resident Evil stuff here, Max. Now, me, very very excited, very keen for a number of reasons. A, because it's the first game on my draft list. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling very confident that this is going to score exceptionally well. Or at least well enough to make me not suck so hard in the draft. It's at least not going to be a zero. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 like, it's coming out. I'm confident it's not going to be a zero. And right <laughs> now, when I'm three games down, this is nothing but good news. Uh, uh, but the game looks brilliant. We fi- I finally learned how to say the, the tall woman's name. Mm-hmm. It's Lady Dimitres or Dimitre. Or it's something well, he's already forgotten, Lady Dimitres. But like the C-U at the end is not pronounceable. It's Lady Dim- Dimitres. It's like French is the idea. Uh, so you see a little bit more of her. We see a bit more of the Duke. We see a bit more of the the guy who kind of looks like uh, John Abruzzi from Prison Break with the sunnies on. Uh, yeah, the tall, horny lady. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get to see a little bit more of that sort of stuff. We get to see more of the of the, of the village itself uh, with some of the townsfolk around a table. Um, so you see that there are some people living in that area that aren't vamp aren't sexy vampire ladies. Um, I'm excited for these two demos, but the time thing is bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm literally not going to be able to check them out until the 2nd of May, yeah. when I've got a 24-hour slot of, I'm going to get in there. Quick. Yeah, and that's like five days before release. Yeah. It's a real shame. Yeah, it's... it's, it's it was It's an odd decision to lump us in the European time zone. Yeah, like, I understand that we are normally part of the Europe time, like, in terms of regions, we, yeah. we do, like, we, we are put in with Europe, 
but like this seems like a bad call. Yeah. However, it is what it is. Look, most gamers are in that awake in that time zone anyway. It's just us because we're adults, I guess. It's (laughs) part of it. Like, quite frankly, it's purely because I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Being thing. an adult at work. Uh, uh, yeah, Mercenary seems cool. Uh, they oh, they also announced that they've wrapped uh, production on the Resident Evil reboot live action film. Yeah. Sick. So, I was I was talking to some friends last night because uh, one of them, a uh, friend of the show, Cass, big Dead by Daylight fan. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him that, you know, Mr. X is coming. And then, obviously, you know, that, um, that song popped in my head. You know, X gone give it to you. Like, if they're not playing that while I'm hunting people down as Mr. X in Dead by Daylight, DMX. I don't know if I want it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't play Dead by Daylight. It looks cool, though. It's kind of fun. It's, I find Isn't it the basis for what, like, Friday the 13th and that was? Yeah, but a little bit different. So, Friday the 13th is cool because there's different um, tasks that you would have to do, and there's different ways to escape mm. whereas dead by daylight you have to there is only one way to like generally you, you have to you have to turn on all the generators which unlocks the door and then you leave okay whereas in friday the 13th you could you could call in tommy or you could fuel the boat and drive for uh or fix the boat car away, or, or fix the car or call the police and then you just gotta wait for the police to get there like there's a few different wind conditions in dead by daylight it's Turn all the generators on, door opens. Or if you're the last survivor, there is a secret hidden hatch that will get you out of there that will open when you're the last person alive. You can kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, because it seems to be, as they mentioned in the showcase, like this hall of fame for for horror. Because there's like this, you know, Konami's giving no shits about Silent Hill right now, but Pyramid Head's in there. And- yeah, Mike Myers is in there. There's a few of their like own original people. There's... Texas Chainsaw Massacre dude. Oh, uh, uh, Leatherface? Leatherface, yeah. Leatherface? Well, he's in it too. I got Leatherface. Um, There's the whole time. Freddy Krueger's in there. Hey. Um, My personal favorite killer to play. Like, yeah. It's it's good. It's good. But it's free upgrade to PlayStation 5 if you're on PS4. Mm. I actually think it was a PlayStation Plus game at one point. Maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure on that. But But uh, where's Puck when you need it? Puck! (laughs) Park with the facts. I definitely own it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but there is a yeah, free PS5 upgrade and you know, they're, they're always on sale. They're DLCs and stuff. Yeah. So it normally costs you about five bucks for character. Okay. They're pretty well rushed out <laughs> Park's like, pardon? Oh, <laughs> we're just Puck. yelling at him. Was De- De- uh, Dead by Daylight ever a PS Plus game? Make it Park. Probably Love not. Love you, Park. Probably really wrong. Well, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Day's gone. But maybe not forgotten. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> after last week, after last week's Bloomberg report and the lack of green light for a day's gone too, gamers and the internet have done what they do best. They've kicked up a storm and they've created a change.org petition. <laughs> the petition is currently asking Sony to approve Days Gone Two. At the time of recording, the petition is sitting at just over twenty five thousand signatures. So, Are you on there? No. Me either. Uh, in an interview with uh, David Jaffe, ex Days Gone game director, eased uh, that the sequel would have featured, quote, a shared universe with co op play. We intended co op from the beginning in Days Gone, but obviously you have to make concessions for what you're uh, not going to be able to do, Ross revealed, as transcribed by VGC. Quote, it would have been a secondary mode if, we'd, if we had done it in the first 
one or even in another one. I wouldn't have complicated the main narrative because that's really what we're good at. That's okay. quite... That's the quote. Uh, that was the strength of the first title, so build on that and make it better. He continued, quote, but then take this world that you've built and all these assets and systems and repurpose them for some sort of similarly themed multiplayer version of this universe. So it would be with guys like Deacon trying to survive building up a clubhouse or a crew. I think it would have been fun in that world cooperatively and see that horde battles could be like, it's one of, it's one of the things that we had in our pitch it was the idea of a shared universe with co-op play. The infinite knowledge that his park has come through and he says it was free for PS Plus in North America, September of 2018. Okay. Yeah. So I definitely didn't get it with PlayStation Plaza. <laughs> Survival Days Gone. Would have been, been pretty cool. I'll play the fuck out of it. Because like it's one of those things that's like it's Doing doing those like freaker hordes with multiple people would have been rad. Probably like would have probably would have chugged a lot more though, but would have yeah, been rad. I do think it. I think it would have greatly, greatly pushed what what they could have achieved. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where a sequel would have been the next. They would have been a place to because survival games. Okay, thank you, Park. It was also available for all part races at the same time. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, oh, and it's possible that I have it then. Sweet. Um, I, I like the idea because there's, there's enough like there's enough survival established uh, elements in Days Gone that I would want to do that. Yeah. And like there's enough there, like even just something as simple as fuel in your bike. That is very clearly a dreg of that yeah. survival theme that they were going for. And I think the world itself is is nice and it's vast. And I think it's I, I would I would love to do that. Do you think this change.org petition will change Sony's mind? Fuck no. Cha- tell me, anyone, anyone playing at home, tell me one time, one fucking time, a change.org petition has done anything apart from waste a bunch of time. <laughs> well, apparently a 35... When are they ever taken seriously, especially in the gaming space? Well, appa- apparently the uh, once it reaches 35,000 votes, it will be the highest voted on change dot org petition being like because you know, you know what playstation want to be done forced to make a decision because they're gonna like they very clearly as we learned last week they have some sort of resentment towards sony bend or at least some disrespect so how do you think they're gonna feel when they like they they essentially had their hand forced to work with this studio they're like well you can make days gone too we're not gonna give you any support yeah the the, the change org wanted you to so they can set them up to fail if they want to, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did, <laughs> you know, like yeah. But like, I think there's a for me that's enough for me. But like, I'm excited. I would play the fuck out of that, you know, because I've been like I've been playing the forest a little bit recently with a friend of mine, Lloyd, one of the uh, fellow ambassadors for the Manshake, and it's fun. So I understand survival games are very specific, mm. and I can I can understand why that may have been turned down a little bit. Because I'm like that's incredibly niche, and you're turning you are turning away a lot of people with that. Yeah, but if you put enough survival elements into something, I think it can add that bit of fun to it. So the not not the multiplayer, so the multiplayer idea of it, dope. Because even State of Decay had a very similar State of Decay two actually. Sorry, yeah, that's what I remember playing. Had a lot of those sort of survival work together. Well, that's what I was gonna idea. I was gonna bring that up. Like uh, playing a game similar to that of State of Decay two inside of the the days gone verse hmm. in would oregon be, would be pretty cool yeah i'm, I'm, I'm in oregon. very down <laughs> yeah the, oh yeah there's or, the oregon verse the oregon verse 
I think it's cool. Get this I think it would be great. <laughs> Even in some sort of, like if they if they were working on if they if they got assigned to work on factions, I think they should have done this. Like a multiplayer days gone side expansion. They could use the same world, everything. And the idea that I get to go and make my own freaking biker club somewhere, dope. Dope. Do it you bastards. But they won't know. I'm not gonna tell them. Quick bits. Yep. Uh, Ubisoft has announced that its next Ubisoft Forward event will take place during the same week as E3 on the 12th of June. That's 13th for us. Yeah, 13th for us. 7 a.m. or something. Yeah. WWE 2K22 was announced during WrestleMania with the tagline, It Hits Different, with the teaser focusing on Rey Mysterio. I'd hope so. That one hit like shit. So uh, <laughs> as long as it just hits, it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, as, as long as it hits and they don't fall through the mat, I'll be pretty happy, right? Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition will have a photo mode for all those playing home and love photo mode. I'm oh, I know. The Moulet will be very mm. exciting. A lot of photos of butts, I'm sure. Uh, following the rumors that Square Enix was in talks about selling, they have released the following statement, quote, Bloomberg has reported today that there is interest interest from several buyers to acquire Square Enix. However, this report is not based on any announcement by Square Enix Holdings. We do not consider selling off the company or any part of its businesses, nor have we received any offer from any third party to acquire the company or any part of its businesses. Well, to the credit to the start... Because it was like, from Bloomberg, Bloomberg Japan. Yeah. So the first half of that sentence makes me go, yeah, right. The second half, like we've not received any offer from any third party. Makes me go... Oh, well, if you like, there's the first part is vague enough that, that, that it could be an, uh, like obscuring the fact, but that back end makes me go, it's a like if you if you say that claim and then someone goes, hey, we offered, like, no, we offered, that's yeah. a straight lie. Marvel's Spider Man Miles Morales has outsold Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima in the US. It's pretty impressive since it came out in October. Mm. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has helped CD Projekt Red set a new company record for yearly sales and revenue in 2020 with a cool $562 million. For context, their previous record was $201 million the year which a 3 was released in 2015. Uh, Epic, Epic Games has raised a further $1 billion in funding with Sony signing the check on another $200 million investment. Following the 250 mil back in 2020 quote the investment builds on the already close relationship between the two companies and reinforces their shared mission to advance the state of the art technology entertainment and socially connected online services a press release reads oh and aloy is coming to fortnite yeah the aloy cup is actually running this weekend i think apparently kind of works apparently there's like a real primal sort of feel right now yeah so it's a it's a it's the season of the primal and you like craft weapons and there's dinosaurs and wolves and shit running yeah, around I was, the I was island. Yeah, I was talking to a, a client actually about this. Apparently, that, yeah, there's like dinosaurs that can just rock up and fuck your day up. Yeah. So even if you're like, if you could be like fourth and you're just sneaking your way and then I'd get munched by a raptor and you're like, and it's like, sucker. Cool. But there's a, there's a lot of things. Fire now spreads, built, like people doing those stupid fuck off build battles. Mm. You just like throw some fire on the bottom the whole thing burns down. Dope. Oh, yeah, you build your tower and I'll just burn it down. That's good. I like that because I fucking hate that. That's one of those reasons I've not never played is because the tower's gone. Go back up for a second. Let's, let's touch upon some of these things. We're really quick biddies, but we talk about them. So with the Square Enix, uh, apparently, allegedly, Microsoft was in talks. Sony came in talks later. And there was someone else involved as well. Because obviously, well, obviously, so we discussed this with, after the show, Dash last night. And Padge. And Padge. Uh, so Microsoft 
currently have an agreement with Square anyway, because I think almost every single Final Fantasy game is either on or coming to Games mm-hmm. Pass in the near future. And, and PlayStation and Square are very clearly in a handshaky sort of deal with Final Fantasy uh, 16 exclusively coming to PlayStation on consoles. Yep. And uh, obviously we had what, Final what, Fantasy what, what, what 7. What other movie, that, movie, other game they're working on? Yeah, and obviously we had Final Fantasy 7 remake. Was, it was a that one? Oh, uh, uh, um, it's, it's been named now. I can't think uh, of it off the top. Forsaken. Forsaken. Forspoken. Forspoken. Might be Forspoken. Um, Forspoken. Yeah. Dumb sentence. From <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, PlayStation had that, that year-long exclusivity with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which is expired now, now, but nothing's coming out of it, by the way. Yeah. When are they going to start on with that? Games pass in a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe, they're, maybe they're waiting to drop, drop all Final Fantasies, including maybe. VII Remake. Because there's tons on there now. I think like the old classics, I think it's got seven, eight, nine already. I think Final Fantasy, of course. Um, uh, This cyberpunk thing, right? So they're great. They've made $562 million over the last financial year. So the other, sorry, just before you get into it, the other interesting thing about this is The Witcher launched at the start of the year and had a year, almost a full year to make its 200 and whatever million. Um... Cyberpunk, I just had a complete blank there. Cyberpunk came out in what September, October, mm-hmm. so it had the, the back end of the year. Now, granted, they sold a lot of pre-release, like a, yeah. a lot of pre-order copies, before everyone realized what a potential problem that game was. CD, still is. CDPR will not learn a thing from this because one of the biggest the the, the pe- like wasn't the development team that were causing the problems. That the issue were the executive and yeah. upper management, and for them, from a profit perspective, their tactics made money. Mm. And this alleged, like you know, the game, like I'm sure there's coming conversations where like the gaming community forgets. If we come out with something about The Witcher in like six months, every bit of bad press we got gone. So for them, I guarantee you, they will they will repeat. Yeah, I would like to, I would like practices. to say people wouldn't pre-order things now, but I have a feeling that if they're like, "Hey, Witcher Four's coming," people will be lining up to yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, they, they'll they'll learn nothing. It's gross, and they, all this is yeah, all this is going to do is reinforce that, reinforce that that behavior, reinforce that way of thinking, and it's only going to negatively impact. The, the people that want to play and they'll be like oh man we thought cdpr could do no wrong again I'm like nope they were a shitty company before and they're a shitty company now what do you they never cared about you if we're talking about quick biddies what do you think is coming out of the ubisoft forward event during a3 splinter cell i have no idea because they canned prince of Persia. yeah oh they might put a date on prince but like it's just indefinitely delayed um Maybe DLC for... Um, Immortals has new DLC coming out next week. Yeah. Um, um, so that's not... Until June, like, because it, it's presumably... Assassin's Creed, that's the game I'm Yeah, Assassin's about. Creed will probably be a biggie. Um, Rainbow Six Siege will probably get a look in. That quarantine game they were going to yeah. originally do. I think there's been enough time now. Maybe whatever the next Ghost Recon's going to be. The Just Dance... Yeah, I'm seven. <laughs> Just dance on seven. It's definitely gonna be there. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things that'll be in there, but um, 
I don't know. It, we'll probably hear more as because one thing that Ubisoft are really good at it's is leaking, leaking shit before it happens. So <laughs> keep an eye out in May. All right, let's get in May. Let's get the top ten best selling games of the week. Uh, it, whatever the last week was, I don't know if I can a day. I can scroll across. Uh, number ten, Outriders. Number nine, Need for Speed Heat. Number eight, A God of War. Number seven, Red Dead Redemption Two. Number six, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number five, NBA Two K Twenty One. Number four, It Takes Two. Number three, FIFA uh, Twenty One. Number two, Ghost of Tsushima. And in the surprise of no one, because of that sweet Easter sale. Number one is Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, upcoming releases this week, we have MLB The Show 21 coming Wee! April 20th for PlayStation 4 and 5. Yeah, I'm talking about the baseball. We <laughs> have <laughs> Mask Maker coming April 20th talking for PSVR. Mask Maker. <laughs> Moto GP 21 April 22nd on PlayStation 4 and 5. I'm not going to do it again, don't worry. Thank God. <laughs> we have the Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack coming April 22nd. I saw that. Like, it's definitely not April 2nd, Max. Well done. Yeah, nice. Coming to face. PlayStation 4. And lastly, we have Near Replicant coming April 23rd to PlayStation 4. Looking at the, the PlayStation store, you can see the trilogy, then a two-pack, then a different two-pack, and then all three of them singly. <laughs> yeah. It's like there, it's, there's like two solid lines of just Atelier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. What was the last? Did you play Atelier recently? I had someone message me this morning going, "Hey man, I saw you playing them. What do you reckon?" I'm like, "I, I kind of bug him." <laughs> and he's like, "Is this the same ones you played?" Like, uh, you play Atelier? I played Reza. I don't think it's because it's just one and two from memory. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a trilogy. Might be one well, of the. This might be ones. something else, I guess. Mm. And then obviously, New Replicant. You're keen for too. So keen for New Replicant. So that's the. It's the it we. <laughs> Back when Nia originally came out 30 million years ago, the East got a different release in the West. It did. And this is this is the release that the East got coming to the West with some slight gameplay changes. Yeah, this is Nia Replicant version 0. 0.0184 fixed into 3 to the power of certain whatever. Nia Replicant Pi version. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm not, not... I'm super keen. Not a Betsy game. But- I, I, I loved the first one. Um, you enjoy Automata? Automata was fantastic. Oh, I say Automata. It's Automata. Automata. Absolutely fantastic. Unless you played it on PC, in which case it was very questionable. I hear that it's getting fixed because um, it's currently on Games Pass for PC, but it's the Xbox port. It's not the Steam so PC version. Fantastic. So it runs great and everyone seems like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so apparently they're fixing it, but the game is fantastic. See, I really liked Automata for like the short window of time. I still have it. But, like, I liked that there was, like, 28 endings or whatever. And yeah. they're really random. So, like, there was one where I was at a computer and it's like, do you want to pull the chip out of your side of your face? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, I think the, the first game had just as many yeah. as well. It's, it's really good. I know. It's, 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 it's very much like fantastic. a Max game. So. Oh, yeah. I'm super keen. I, I'll just be playing the baseballs and <laughs> eagerly <laughs> checking my email for, like, Resident Evil and Eternal. <laughs> Eagerly oh yeah, Returnal so close too. It's like two weeks, man. Everything's like two. Like I was in the week after. Holy you know, shit! How annoying is it that we've had like nothing, nothing, and then all of a sudden they're just like, Whoosh. we have wasted <laughs> the first like four months of this year, Max. We could have backlogged something fierce. We could have done some great things. What do we do? Nothing. And now we're about to get fucking boned <laughs> with at least like three or four games in a like a three week period. Yeah. 
Let's get fucked. You know, and I'm also pretty keen on playing Pokemon Snap next week. <laughs> I, I think that, that was I think that launches next week. So that like either I didn't pay attention or that came out. That's really coming out of the blue. I know it's been had a date for a while, but like that's really snuck up on me. Yeah. This year's gone by pretty quick. I still haven't bought the 3D whatever fucking land on the one that's all You like, can't. You can buy it in store, can't you? The, the Mario 3D land? Yeah. No, it's gone. It left last the end of yeah, last but month. but you buy it in store, can't you? No, it's gone. But oh, they had like, to take it off the shelves? Oh, you mean from in-store? Yeah. They're probably, they're probably still selling it in-store. Yeah, of course it's still selling. Like, or was it just online only? No, it was digital as well. It was digital no, and physical. No, Reverend Park, digital only. Fuck you, right, you can't get it. Fuck <laughs> off. No, I, no, 100%. Like, it's in-store. Because I have it opens on my phone. Are you sure? <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, I closed the tab. Ah, oh, oh, it's gone forever now. Idiot. But like, okay, because I know you can buy it physically in like a... Uh, like you know what it's going to be? It'll be a physical box and you'll open it. It'll be a digital code that's now expired and doesn't work. Oh, really? That would Actually, I have so no idea, fun. but that would make sense. Actually, that would explain why... Fuck! Hey, you had eight months to buy it, okay? Yeah, what a- <laughs> Fuck! Because, you know, they ran out of stock, man. They only had so many keys to sell people. And Nintendo, you're fucking dumb. Dash has got a spare <laughs> copy. Is it a code, though, or is it a chip? Tips. If, if, it's, a chip in a, if it's a chip in a case, I'll just go to EB Games, because apparently it's, there's some still available in, in one pond. But, like, if it's a code inside a box, then that's going to be a problem. Either way. <laughs> It, it depends on what's inside the case. That's that's the big thing. It's not a code. Then I can totally go buy one. Fucking goddamn puck coming in with the f- probably true facts. Either way, thank you very much for joining the show. Uh, it's getting sweaty in here. This polyester did exactly what I thought it was going to do. It is damp, damp in this. It got shirt. hot real quick though. It did. Still love you, puck. Don't worry. So number one, the, the the score still is heavily in your favor. Yeah, yeah, you're like seven thousand eight hundred and forty-two to <laughs> one. You're fine. Uh, well, I guess, goes right, Max. I guess this is me, isn't it? This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at eight AM on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and nine AM on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. You can join us as the conversation happens. Uh, wait, start again. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can become part of the show. Maybe you can try Beat Puck <laughs> as being the encyclopedia <laughs> of the things that keeps Ryan and Max from saying dumb shit. Uh, and if, of course you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this PlayStation pod uh, for, uh, you can also if you're on podcast services give us a 5 star rating and a written review if you're on YouTube like, subscribe, leave a comment below we endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultrist as well as our merchandise store podcast.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it and we're episode 198 max We are so So close close to 200. We have nothing planned. I have two weeks to get into better shape for our naked shirt. Wait, what? (laughs) It's the the shirtless uh, shirtless show. There's just man titties everywhere. (laughs) That's that. It's the day day we launch our OnlyFans. (laughs) And you want to only be a fan because anyone else... It's going to be fucking gross. You want to be an audio only fan. (laughs) (laughs)
Hey. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.